Welcome to Below the Berg. My name is Evan Paysuit. You are listening to the podcast focused on providing a platform to showcase ambitious college-aged people currently elevating their educational experiences via internships, startups, or simply doing their own thing. Today I am with Katie Carnahan. She is a senior, been here at Purdue for three years uh, in Purdue's Agricultural Systems Management Program. Uh, that's all I really want to say. Katie, let's have you take it off. Hi, guys. Um, so I grew up in a small town in Ohio called Paulding. Um, at Paulding, I was participating in a lots of agricultural-related programs such as FFA, 4-H, Junior Fair Board. Um, so that's kind of how I got my passion for agriculture as well as growing up on a small family farm. Um, like Evan said, my major is agricultural systems management with a minor in food and agribusiness management. Like he said, I'm kind of an untraditional senior graduating in three years. Alrighty, sweet. So first question off, uh, how did you get to graduate in three years? Did you take summer classes or did you bring in a lot of credit from high school? Yeah, so I was really fortunate to go to a high school where they offered post-secondary programs where you can take actual college classes while you're in high school. So I did that my junior and senior year of high school. So I got high school and college credit at the same time, which was really, really awesome. And at the time, I didn't understand how important it was. But now that I'm graduating a year early, I, I'm really, really thankful that I did that and took that opportunity. So you mentioned that you're in FFA. Do you also have your American degree? Or I do. Okay. I actually received that um, my freshman year of college. Okay. So that cool. was really exciting for me. Not something I definitely had my sights set on, but then kind of got into FFA a little bit more and realized that, you know what, I'm here. I might as well do it and push to do it. So that was really exciting for me. And for those of you who are in the city, FFA stands for? The... Future FFA farmers. organization. Yeah. It used to stand for Futures Farmers of America, but they kind of changed it to oh, really? encompass okay. more than just farming, like the typical mm -hmm. tractors in the field. Mm -hmm. So it kind of engulfs everything now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's really interesting is that my town never really focused on FFA, but we live about 10 minutes away from the FFA national headquarters. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like cool, though. Right by. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's transition to some career fair stuff on how you met the company that you started interning for and kind of the strategies that you use when you go into a career fair. Yeah, absolutely. So freshman year I came to Purdue, didn't know a lot about career fairs or resumes really. Um, so I was really fortunate to be part of the College of Ag where they, you know, teach you to make a resume and help you with those career fair skills and professional skills. Um, so freshman year, everybody makes a really big hype about the first fall career fair in the College of Agriculture. And, you know, I was really nervous, but I followed, you know, their guidelines and made my list of companies, looked up information about them, made my resume as good as I possibly mm -hmm. could, um, then went to the career fair and talked to some different people. I was really fortunate to meet um, a guy from 360 Yield Center, um, mm -hmm. and he helped me with some professional skills right before the career fair, kind of got my nerves out. Um, so how did you meet him? Um, I actually met him through the resume blitz that Purdue's okay, College cool. of Ag offers. Wow. So you show up and they, you know, the day before the career fair, walk through your resume and say, you know, take this off, add this, you know, I really like this. Okay, best of luck. And um, So just a quick kind of, just to interrupt you here real quick. What, so what stood out to most people when you hand them the, re uh, so like, so when you hand them your resume, like what stands out? Like, what do they like think is interesting? Like not like you specifically, but just like for other people think, hey, this may not seem relevant, but it may really pop out for somebody. Yeah, I think um, 
I don't know if this is just my resume or everyone else's, but I think a lot of the extracurricular experiences, like studying abroad. I know Evan and I actually Ooh. studied abroad in Costa Rica, Costa Rica together last year at this time, just about. And we focused on sustainability and agriculture. And um, a lot of companies, that's a big focus for them. So that's always a common topic we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to hit on, I guess, my experience at the career fair a little bit more. I didn't really finish that blurb. Um the company that I interned for ended up being Helena Chemical Company. Um, and I didn't have Helena on my list initially when I walked into the door of the career fair. And I walked away with two interviews. I think it was with ADM and Helena. And I'm really fortunate that Helena said yes and decided to take me on as an intern. And that was um, your freshman year, right? Yeah, that was my freshman year. And it's hard. It's so hard to get freshman year internships just because companies are wanting juniors and seniors. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel for the freshmen and, you know... I just, I don't know what to tell them because it's discouraging How many companies sometimes. Did you, did you talk to at your first career fair? I probably talked to eight, which is kind of on the lower end. Mm-hmm. I honestly, like looking back, I wish I would have talked to more. And like I said, Helena wasn't on my list walking into the career fair. I just kind of walked by and knew, oh, that, you know, mm-hmm. there's one of those at home. So I'll go talk to him. And I'm really, really, really lucky that I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, like for me, uh, I think I talked to 11 or 13 at my first career fair and I I didn't have the company that I actually ended up interning for for two years for. Uh, I they were not on my list. They were the last company I saw. I saw their uh, I saw their stand and I was like, hey, like this actually seems kind of like what like right down uh, my alley. And and I'm talking to him. I hit it off and and I get an internship. I was actually 50 feet outside the door and I was like, nah, like there's like 10 minutes left, like because I was just so burnt out from being told no mm-hmm. or being a high and by because they see that you're a freshman, very little experience. And honestly, I mean, at that point when you're a freshman, you know about nada, you know? So, um, which is kind of funny, but we both didn't have uh, the company that we ended up really forming a good connection with on our list. But I mean, like, I think it's a great lesson in keeping your options open for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. And I would you know, recommend to any high schoolers out there, you know, wanting to go to college and get an internship, you know, do as much as you can in high school, but then come to college with a very open mind and mm-hmm. be ready to get involved. Mm-hmm. So uh, where did you, so uh, so where were you first located when you started working for um, Helena? Yeah. So I was in Shelbyville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just like a random location that they put me at. And I'm so, so, so thankful that they did. We were just kind of debuting our precision planting dealership out of that location. Mm-hmm. So I got to kind of be, you know, the headway on that. And I got to do a lot of research for them. Um, Helena's internship's really awesome just because it is pretty structured. Like Okay. Every well, week that's you, awesome having a structured program. Yeah. Every week you get to submit a marketing photo. Um, it's called the picture of the week and they, you know, distribute those throughout the whole business unit so that everybody sees your name if you win it and mm-hmm. they kind of make it a contest. So it's really cool. Yeah. Um, little motivator as well as, um, you do a weekly challenge. So they challenge you to either maybe get involved in the operation side of the business or cool. the sales side of the business. Or so you're pretty well-rounded at this point, like leaving your first internship, you feel like you've experienced quite a bit within the company. Yeah, absolutely. I felt like I experienced quite a bit. I got to meet a lot of people and I walked away, you know, just feeling way more confident in myself and in my like skills. Mm-hmm. And you ended up interning for them for two more years and then now you're about to take a job, correct? So I interned after freshman year and mm-hmm. then I interned after sophomore year, which mm-hmm. was just last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up in Unionville, Missouri. That mm-hmm. was kind of another random location, but I'm really thankful I ended up there as well, just because I got to see a whole different geography and see a whole different business mm-hmm. operation, I guess. Um, and then 
this is kind of my junior, senior year compiled mm-hmm. into one. And I've actually accepted a full-time position with them after I graduate. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. So do you think how they structure their internship program really favors people returning? Because I think the fact that they want you to see every in and out of the business, I think it makes you feel more engaged and connected within, like, within the company, like keeping it very transparent and making you feel like you're a part. Do you think that played a part in your reason to come back each and every year? Yeah, I think that, and um, they kind of have some different types of internships. So they have retail locations and wholesale locations, and they also have a marketing internship as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times they'll encourage students to do a retail internship and then a wholesale internship or vice versa, um, just to get a little different perspective. And yeah, you're back with the same company, but it's a whole different operation. I fortunately was at two different retail locations, which is a little bit different, but I'm so thankful just because both those retail locations were so different. Mm-hmm. Wow. So combining, combining everything that you've take like that you have taken away from school. Um, do you feel like that you have had more of an opportunity to take school, school knowledge and apply it to your internships or vice versa? Take something, uh, tangible that you developed over an internship, like a good skill or a program that you learned or a social skill that you were able to develop and bring it back into school group projects or, um, or, or just help you out with the class. Yeah, I think some of my classes at Purdue here, I know my freshman year, it was a lot of gen eds. So when I started my internship, I was kind of like, okay, I don't really know how any of this is helping me. But then finished my freshman year internship and came back to school and was like, oh my gosh, now I can relate everything I learned, you know, this summer back to my courses. And Mm -hmm. I've ended up doing a lot of projects that kind of stem from some of the research I did with Helena and used it as like a multi-purpose project for school or written a paper about it. So that's been really cool just because you have that hands-on experience. And when you're trying to give a presentation or write a paper, you know, you know that much more about it and you can learn that much more about it. So mm-hmm. I would say that that that's kind of how I felt after my freshman year internship. And then after sophomore year, some of the things I learned in my courses, cause they got a little more in depth mm-hmm. than specific. Exactly. I was able to take yeah, like, that I experienced back. the same exact thing of like freshman year. I, I brought so much to the table sophomore year. And then after my sophomore, uh, it kind of started to switch a little bit. Um, but I still felt like my junior year, I brought a lot from my sophomore internship, like applying to hydraulics, applying to, mm-hmm. um, channel design because, you know, just experiences that I have been exposed to through internships. But after my junior first semester, I started building a lot of really technical skills. That I'm like, that I'm, that I'm really getting excited, that I'm really getting excited to apply for my internship coming up the summer. You know, you're starting to really get into your wheelhouse and material that is actually beneficial. I agree with that a hundred percent. Um, I'm, I, I would just say that I'm really fortunate that I, you know, was accepted to Purdue and was able to come to Purdue and, mm-hmm. um, you know, have these internship opportunities because mm-hmm. of our career fairs. Mm-hmm. So quick question about the internship at, uh, at Helena, how many interns were, uh, so how many interns have you worked with when you've been at one location, like for each internship? Were you the only one or were you with a group of them? Yeah, so it's really cool kind of the way they do it. In February, they do like a intern training is what they call it, but it's more of like a get acquainted with a company and get acquainted with the other interns. So they bring all the interns from the Northern Business Unit together at oh, one wow. location. Mm-hmm. So you get to meet each other and you get to meet, you know, company representatives and all that. Um, I know my freshman year, there was like 60 interns and we ended up meeting in Chicago. Are you serious? Um, Markets have changed a little bit since then. So one of the easiest place to cut 
out of the budget is with some interns. But, Mm -hmm. you know, and I understand that a lot of companies are doing that right now. Mm -hmm. And they've cut it back to, I think, around 30 interns. But um, sometimes it's almost nicer to have a closer group. Yeah, you know, I'd agree with that, too. You feel like you get to have an opportunity to get to know each one. Yeah. I mean, 30 is still a lot, but, you know, I still feel like it's a... I think the experiences I've had with internships, whatever I've been working with an intern one-on-one, you've really got to know them a lot better and you've kind of, you know, been able to pair your weaknesses and your strengths together. I agree with that. So I, so they do that initial February training and then um, you come back in May to, I think we did it in Des Moines both years, Mm -hmm. Um, but they do a week-long agronomy training and sales training right before you go into your internship. So you kind of see each other again throughout that whole week and then you get to go to your location and it mm-hmm. typically is just one intern per location. But I know in my experiences, I've had meetings with the other interns that were at nearby locations throughout the summer. So I've gotten to know them really well as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you've kicked, you have pretty much pretty much hit it out of the park in terms of internships. And you ended up on the magazine of America, American Society of Agricultural and Biological Engineers magazine. Um, do you want to elaborate on that and how that kind of came about? Yeah, so that happened, I think I was asked to kind of apply to be in the magazine mm-hmm. right after we got back from Costa Rica. And I was really, really excited just because I had had so many great experiences at that point. Um, and I just kind of filled out the application, answered their questions, and I had a really good bank of information for my internship and from Costa Rica and my clubs and all of that. Um, and I was really blessed to be accepted, I guess, mm-hmm. and, you know, printed in the magazine. And, and I'm really thankful for that because that kind of got my name out there. And mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's a cool keepsake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, you can always bring it up whenever. I mean, like. I think opportunities like that are always great, especially for internships, because when you come around the next year, like, oh, hey, like I saw in the magazine, and like, it's a great conversation starter. I mean, like, I've had that a couple of times, not as like, uh, not as well known as a magazine, but me and like funny pictures of being on yeah. certain sites. Like, oh, hey, you were in that picture, you know? And it, I mean, like, it's a great way to get to know other people. Yeah. And I would say like, just to touch on how I got, you know, nominated to apply for that, that was just from knowing people in our department. You know Dan mm-hmm. Taylor. Dan the man. <laughs> he leads our AVE ambassador group. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he just nominated me for that. And I'm really thankful that I've gotten to build a relationship with him. And he thought of me when mm-hmm. that opportunity arose. Well, that's just another perk of just having a nice, close-knit department, you know. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of our department and you being pretty active, uh, you're also the president of the ASM, so the Agricultural Systems Management Club. Uh, Do you want to kind of expand on your responsibilities and how you've been able to uh, apply that to internships or group projects? Yeah, so with that, um, just like any other club, there's an officer team. Mm -hmm. Um, Our club, typically the way our meetings work is we invite in industry professionals to talk about career internship opportunities. See, like I think, like I want to stop you there because so many people try to draw attention to clubs with food. And I just think the way people like, just like the way you bring in, like, uh, bring in experience to attract people. I think that's like, I mean, because, because we did that at Iowa state for ASABE and I always thought that was like extremely valuable to have. I mean, screw the pizza. I mean, sorry, but I mean, come on. Like, we have pizza too though. It's just like an added perk. <laughs> it is an added perk, but like, I love the fact that you're providing value at meetings. I feel like so many times Besides AB ambassadors, because we are perfect, not that the fact that I'm the vice president of it, but in other meetings and other clubs, like I feel like it's very boilerplate. It's pretty much could have been summed up in a meeting, or pretty much could have been summed up in an email, 
and it's really just an opportunity to have food and talk with people for about 15 minutes. It's not all that productive, but like how, so how long have you guys been doing, uh, guests, guests at your meetings? Um, that's a really good question. I know ASM club's clearly been around longer than Mm -hmm. I have. Um, but I've been in it since freshman year and I was just a member freshman year and was kind of like, okay, well, I'm just going to join this club. Well, it turned out to be a really, really awesome thing because, you know, when these industry professionals come in, you can, you know, give them your resume, talk to them, get to know them and Mm -hmm. then see them at their career fair and, you know, have an even better conversation with them. Um, and in our club, you know, we try to get involved on campus and have a club trip every year so that we can go, you know, explore industry a little bit. Um, Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, like that sums it up perfect. Um, so one last question before I go into my signature questions, um, what do you think your first big win in college was like, and I, and to more, all right. So just to clarify what I mean by that is I feel like when you go into college, you don't feel like you've done anything substantial yet, I guess. And you don't feel like you've really kind of made your major impact or felt like you have like truly like feel a part of the university or you're like, you've had that like big win, like, man, like I killed that exam or like you finally got like recognized for like you, something that you've been grinding on for so long. Like it could have been your magazine experience. I don't know like what it was for you. Like, so what do you think that was? And um, when did it happen? You know? I would agree with that. Um, so like I said, I came from Ohio and I came to Purdue knowing zero people. And that was so, so scary for me as a freshman. And I really struggled with that my first semester. Um, I was really fortunate to meet some really awesome people, you know, make some friends, get my internship, be in clubs, you know, get involved and feel a little more comfortable. Um And I know that getting my internship was a big win, but then after my first summer internship, they select an intern of the year and I was selected as intern of the year as a freshman. And I was just blown away. I was in tears when they called me because I just, you know, I didn't know what Mm -hmm. to do. That was like, I I didn't even think I was going to get it. You know, Mm -hmm. I just was trying to finish out my internship strong and you know, I, it worked. Mm -hmm. It turned out really well. And I'm really thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think, it, I, I mean, a main reason why I do this podcast is to shed light on the importance of internships, but I think it's, one, when you get your internship, like, if you get it fall, mm-hmm. like, you have so much confidence to kick butt come spring semester because you don't have to worry about, like, finding an internship. Yeah, I agree. So I think it's a part of that, and then it's also when you do well in an internship. Like, I was always preached confidence in my internships from all of my mentors. Like, you know, I feel like when you, well, at least for engineering, most people fail at least one exam. Yes. In their time. <laughs> Most people fail at something. Mine was and, calculus. Yeah. 100%. And when you and when you see that when you work hard and you collaborate with people well in your internships, you actually feel way more prepared for the real world than what you felt like when you failed that exam in college, you know? Yep, I agree. It kind of erases, like, all your doubt that, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I'm not good enough because like I got You have so much confidence grade. going back into school after an internship, yeah. you know? You've seen that you're capable of doing what it takes to be in the real world. And then I can only, I mean, like, I can't even imagine of how much confidence you had or just not even confidence, but just um, just feeling blessed that you've been able to have the opportunity to get an internship and then also capitalize on it and win intern of the year. And, like, that has to be huge. Yes, I'm so, so thankful. I don't know, you know, where I'd be if I hadn't had that Helena internship mm-hmm. or got an intern of the year. And mm-hmm. I'm just very thankful, like you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, like they're always taking a risk when they hire hire a freshman. And I always love 
you know, just really, like really emphasizing of how much of an impact that has for that one or two freshmen that get an internship because they just want to capitalize on it so much because Mm -hmm. it's just so rare and far. It's so far and few in between when, uh, like when a fresh, like when a freshman gets an internship opportunity like that, you know, I agree. That's awesome. Um, so one last thing. So if you were, so now kind of seeing what your career path is headed now, um, would you, would you one change your major if you were to do all uh, if you were to do it all over again, um, and then if you were to create your own major or course, what would be encompassed within that, and how um, and how would that better fit your career path that you're headed towards today? Yeah, those are really really good questions. Um, looking back, I don't think I would have changed my major just because um, I've worked a lot on the sales side of things and. I've talked to a lot of farmers like one on one and having uh, the knowledge of the equipment side of things has helped me a lot with that. Um, and like you said, you know, I if I could add a course, I think I would add more agronomy courses to the agricultural systems management major. And I would add a course where we have like a technician from like a tractor dealership or something mm-hmm. come in every week or something. And um talk to us and show us how to operate their technology in their mm-hmm. tractors mm-hmm. just because that's a really valuable skill. And I, you know, I hear a lot of my classmates saying, well, you know, I, I'd, I'd be much further, much better off if I knew how to operate this kind of monitor and this kind of monitor, you mm-hmm. know, and we have had a little bit of it, but I just think we need some more. Mm-hmm. Just, just a consistent exposure Yes. to that, uh, to that, to that sort of industry experience is just awesome. Yep. Sweet. Well, I think that wraps it up. Uh, Katie, thank you so much for coming on. And Thanks for having me. That is it for Below the Berg. Peace.